This is NFA Talk, the show that talks about guns and gun rights, keeping you up to date with what's currently going on, from the newest guns, promotions, and events, plus how we're lobbying for your rights. All right, we're back. So is Facebook trying to silence us? Hi, I'm Jordan Vandenhoff. Joining me tonight is Rick Iggersidge. And the answer to that question is, yes, they are. I, I don't know if many of you have noticed, but our, our Facebook closed group uh, about two weeks ago got shut down. Why did it get shut down? Community standards. Rick, what do you, what do you think about this? Well, I don't know what they mean by community standards. Uh, I think uh, we've kept our Facebook uh, group and our pages pretty uh, clean and to their standards, but apparently it doesn't take much to get uh, censored these days, Jordan. Well, it is. It's really, it's really interesting because they do have community guidelines, and and firearms is on there, and it's the regulation of sales, and there's you know manufacturing and and so forth. And when you look at some of the posts that you know Facebook would kick back to the administrators and the mods and say, hey, this is not acceptable, and you look at it, and it's you know it's it's Bob the farmer out there saying, hey, he got this great deal on a on a Remington shotgun, and he paid you know he paid three four hundred dollars for it, and he's ex- super excited, and then Facebook. Facebook says no. Hey, wait a minute! You're trying to sell, and they and they kick it out. We go through the re- appeal process, and within five minutes, they say no, no, no. It still doesn't meet our community standards. I don't even think it's a, it's a real person we're talking to. It's it's an AI system, and it kicks it back out, and then you know we move on to the next problem. Somebody else has posted that uh, something similar, and eventually Facebook says, okay, you guys are out of control. We're gonna we're gonna knock you out and shut you down. We did try. To- Honestly, though, the writing's been on the wall for a long time, George. You know, we've been getting warnings and stuff, and uh, you know, everybody's been watching the news and seeing what's going on in the states and in Canada with other groups and uh, even past presidents and stuff like that. And it just seems to be the way that uh, it's Facebook's way or no way. Uh, so right now, uh, we're in a different position. Uh, our our closed group is gone, but uh, Jordan will tell you what we did to, to follow up with that. So absolutely. So it, it is their playground and, and it's their rules. So we have to, we have to try to uh, abide by them. But um, what we did was we just built another group. We built it back better. We we're going to get, a, we, I've, you know, I've instructed our mods to get maybe a little bit stricter, try to reach out to these people posting these and explain to them this situation. Cause you know, we're, we're getting a lot of emails and messages coming to us and saying, Hey, like, why are you censoring us? Why are you not allowing us to post it? And really it's not us. Like we, we want you to post that. We, we love, we love, you know, people sharing you know i got a deal at this store um i picked up this it's a it's a great gun i use it for coyote hunting i use it for uh target shooting um unfortunately you know when it when it hits that community guidelines that's another knock for us and you know x amount of knocks and away we go so what do we, what do we do we we build back another group we get a little bit more stricter with how posts come in um i don't know if we're gonna have to go back to the uh the old days where we use code words for things um <laughs> you know it, it's 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 unreal um the the censorship that we're getting from from this company right and it's it's not just facebook like we're we're looking at um tw- um twitter gets hit Instagram is is definitely I mean it's in the Facebook family so uh, you know the company is based out of California I mean and if you know the gun laws and the attitude towards guns in California you can understand why we're we're also facing this too right yeah and it's just not social media you know the the government is trying to censor us too you know we've uh, 
we've uh, put some stuff out there that uh, you know is uh, is uh, is our stuff, and if they don't like it, uh, they uh, they proceed to try to censor it. I don't know. I don't know where uh, freedom of speech has gone to in this country, but uh, there doesn't seem to be any left right now. No, absolutely not. So, so Rick, where do you, where do you think this is going? Where do you, sorry, where do you think this is going to go with uh, the new censorship bill and the new internet bill that, uh, un, you know, the government didn't pass during the, the la- last parliament, but they, they said they were going to reintroduce it uh, in this session. Well, I'm sure they're going to, I'm sure they're going to reintroduce it and uh, where it's going to go. That's a very good question. Uh, how far can they go to keep us quiet? Uh, I think the fact that uh, we're a, we're we're a voice out there is disconcerting to them, and uh, you know they'll they'll do whatever it takes to uh, to keep us uh, keep us down, keep us quiet. Uh, they don't want our word to get out, but uh, we at the NFA are going to make sure our word gets out, uh, one way or the other. Uh, you know, we're going to find new platforms. Uh, Jordan, he's a he's our social media guy, and uh, we've got different platforms, and uh, we're working on that right now. And uh, maybe Jordan can enlighten the like you folks on uh, what we've got going out there with different platforms and stuff. Absolutely. So yeah, I'm looking at some of the comments that are coming in. Um, you know, uh, forget Facebook, uh, forget Twitter. Uh, NFA needs to get on Getter. Uh, we're, that's one of the options we're looking for. But right now, it's more American based. Uh, we're, we're trying to get into our the Canadian base. We do have a MeWe account. We do have a Gab account. So uh, if you want to head on to those platforms, uh, Canada's National Farms Association, all our stuff there is is identical to what is on Facebook. It's, it's a carbon copy just on a platform that's really not going to censor us. Um, it, it's, it seems that, uh, that the Facebook is getting a little bit ahead of what, uh, what the government eventually wants, uh, wants to happen here in Canada. Right. So exactly. And you know, uh, you know, the harder they push us, the harder we're going to push back because that's what we do at the NFA. We're not going to stand for this. You know, we're going to get our word out there one way or the other. You know, if we have to go, you know, I hate to say it. If we have to deliver it by hand, we're going to get our word out there, and we're going to we're going to let people know what's going on and what's going on with uh, your rights and freedoms. Because uh, if if people don't know what's going on, it's hard it's hard to uh, make a change. And uh, you know, I think that's part of the reasoning behind their madness is uh, you know censor us, shut us down. Uh, in, in you know, Facebook is one, but even as far as the government goes, and uh, you know, I, I think we're, we're, uh, we're a very active voice out there and, uh, we need to, uh, you know, and they, they realize that. And I, that's why a lot of this stuff is going on. Absolutely. And, and as far as being active, we've got, we've got radio ads out there. We've just recently, um, actually it's been a couple months now. We, we had our, uh, our ads on wild TV on sportsman net, uh, what the NFA is doing, uh, a presentation of what we've been doing over the last little while, uh, which, which was really great. It was well received. Uh, the radio ads were great during the election. We had, we had many billboards, uh, electronic billboards all over, all over the country. Um, so it, we, we do rely on social media, but we also, we have other avenues. Of course, you know, if, if you have not had, um, gone over to our website, nfa.ca, sign up for our newsletter. Uh, you know, we send out an e- uh, daily email. And, um, I mean, Rick, you know, like you get the emails, I get the emails and it's, it's easy. It's all, it's everything about guns all in one location. You get it once a day. Uh, some, sometimes, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> there's stuff in there that I've missed, um, from other websites and it's all compiled into one nice package. Of course, it's got our stuff in there as well. 
And if you haven't signed up for that, go, go over there, sign up for it and, uh, and get our information. If, if the way things are going and with the, with the government and what they're planning on doing, uh, it, this might be our only means of getting out to our membership and getting out to, uh, to the people that want to find out what we're doing and what's going on in the world of firearms. Yeah. You know, and it, it's kind of, you know, they, they look at us as, uh, as a threat for them to not get reelected. And that's why they're coming down on us. You know, uh, it's uh, it, it, it's it, the reason they're doing it is because they see us as a threat. You know, it, you know, I don't know if that's a cap in her, in her, or a feather in her hat or not, but it, you, know, you know what? They know we're here and they know we're pushing and we're going to keep on pushing. Absolutely. So uh, unfortunately, Charles was not able to join us tonight. Uh, I guess he's having some network uh, internet uh, technical difficulties. But I, I was actually really interested in talking with Charles about um, the upcoming handgun ban and, and what's been going on in the news with um, Alberta looking to take um, looking to take the government to court about the handgun ban. Um, you know, our our, pres- our president uh, basically put out a poster on social media telling all the other provinces, "Hey, take note. Let's let's jump on board and let's let's get on board this." Rick, what do you, do you got any comments on that? Uh, you know, this uh, I think this handgun ban it's it, it's it's the classic uh, liberal go to. You know, when uh, when they're feeling heat, whether it's an election or something they uh, they did, it's. Uh, it seems like the firearms uh, owners across Canada are, are the ones that take the heat. And uh, it's their go-to thing. I have no doubt that liberals are going to try to push a firearms ban. They're holding a, a, they're holding the proverbial carrot in front of the premier's noses, you know, when it comes to that. They hold the money out there. And uh, I, out, of the, out, of the, out of the premier's, Quebec is the only one, I think, uh, that, it, that is uh, going with them so far. But uh, I think we're going to be seeing some handgun bans. I, you know, it's it's inevitable. It just it's the road they decided to take, and they're not going they're not going to stop. Right. Uh, so, Rick, Rick, how much how much was it? I I, I forget. Was it a million per pro? No, it was a billion per pro- province. Yeah, was it a, mi- was it a million yeah. per fro- per province? I, I can't remember. Yeah, I don't know the exact numbers on that either, Jordan. But I know it was a quite it was a substantial amount, and uh, it's and, really going to make those uh, it's really going to make those premiers think about it, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, I think uh, I think in Ontario we're okay here with uh, with uh, Ford, but uh, who knows? You know. It just uh, it depends what uh, what the provincial economy looks like too. You know they might need that they might need that financial input. But then again, Alberta, whose uh, people are struggling out there, and uh, they decided they're not interested in it. So uh, you know what? That's a that's a really good sign, and I just hope it continues across the rest of the country like that. Absolutely. Um, so somebody in the chat said one billion per province. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah. Username one yeah. ab. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it, it's great. I, I hope Alberta takes the lead on this. I hope the other provinces say, "Hey, yeah, it's time to make a stand." Right. Uh, a handgun yeah. ban at a provincial level. Like, how is this going to work? Well, um, you know, you know, they're talking a handgun ban, then they're talking central storage, and how's that going to work? You know, if all our restricted and prohibited firearms are going to be in one location, talk about a target. You know, and who's going to pay for this? You know, they, they've got all these, they've got all these brilliant ideas, but uh, they don't think anything out. It's a, in my opinion, it's a bunch of uh, lawyers and politicians trying to make uh, rules for the people that actually know what's going on. Yeah, a bunch of people making rules that have no idea and have exactly. no idea about firearms, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, same thing with same thing with central storage. It's a one stop shop for criminals. Exactly. You know, uh, they they break in there and. <laughs> Congratulations, you got whatever you want, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, you that's, know. uh, that's, that's a scary thought. 
Uh, what else do we got here? We got the, you know, May, May 1st, uh, May 1st, 2022 is coming up shortly too. And really quick guys. And, and that, really that's going to, that's going to be a problem, right? So yeah. with the, the government's been very quiet. We, we haven't heard, we haven't heard much from, from IBM. Uh, we, we know they're kind of following the same, uh, buyback guidelines as uh, Australia and New Zealand but I mean still nothing nothing has really been pushed out there no timelines been pushed out there the court cases are still are still pending they're still moving forward um you know uh, with the, uh, the Cassie Cassie Premac versus Canada case so we're watching that very closely and um yeah I mean is the government going to give us uh, an extension on the amnesty that's still to be determined right so um, April 30th, there's going to be a lot of people, if they don't give us that amnesty, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of people sweating on, on April 30th, right? Do, what do I do? Do I run down, turn my guns in? What do we uh, you do? Know, I'm getting calls and emails every day about that. And, uh, it's, uh, people, people are concerned. People don't, don't know what to do. People, uh, people don't know what's going to happen to happen to them if they don't turn their firearms in, you know? People are, people are, you know, they're asking me, is there going to be a grandfathering? Is there going to be any kind of buyback? You know what? We don't know because the government the government hasn't made a statement either way. Uh, they just uh, they they put this thing into place. They put this amnesty in place, and now it's kind of seems like it's running out. There's a dead end. Uh, where does everybody go? Uh, I don't know why the numbers. Uh, there, I think there's 160 firearms turned in since the amnesty or something. Jared, what was the number? Yeah, on yeah. That? yeah the, no, you're absolutely right. There's only been 160 that have been turned in uh, for for um, either surrendered or deactivated. I believe it it was um, 160. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know this this whole this whole we're gonna you know ban assault style uh, firearms looked really good on the election resume, and I, who knows where they're gonna go with this, right? Uh, the same with uh, C seventy one. Have they have they finished C seventy one yet? No, there's there's still there's still a lot of portions of that bill that have not been implemented yet, and uh, you know, and that that lies another thing. Like now we're getting into um, <laughs> we're moving into the OIC and we still have C71 stuff that that is still still pending right um uh Rick uh, correct me if i'm wrong it's um you still you don't have to register your non restricted or get that transfer code for the non restricted just yet it, right as of uh as of a couple of days ago the uh, the gun shops have got absolutely no notice of what to do uh there's no there's nothing been put into place so uh right now it's it's the same as it was you just uh Produce a pal and buy a firearm, a non-restricted firearm. Uh, you know, I, I'm almost uh, people I'm talking to. I'm, I'm encouraging them to go out and buy some guns. You know, it's gonna they're gonna be they're they're gonna start logging guns pretty soon. And you know, if you want something and uh, you don't want you don't want to leave a big paper trail behind it, you know, it's uh, it's it's legal for us to go out and buy a firearm right now without uh, without uh, registering it. Uh, you know. I know I have. Jordan has, uh, you know. And, you know. <laughs> yeah, my, I mean, you know, C seventy one came out, and, and my wallet sure took a hit, right? I, I went out and I, I I basically said, okay, these are these are the non restricted firearms that I want, and I don't want the government to know about, right? Yeah. Not because I'm not not because I'm not doing I'm doing something wrong with them. It's just it's none of their business. I, I'm a law abiding citizen. I I went through all the red tape. I don't need them coming to my house saying, hey, where's this Remington eight seventy or this Remington 
1100 or, you know, many, many of the different firearms, uh, that I purchased. And <laughs> so then, you know, we moved on to, then they started talking about handguns. Well, now my handgun collection has got, uh, you know, significantly bigger as well. Right. Um, I, I do it in protest. Uh, let's, let's show the government by numbers. They, they see the, they see the stats out there. They see how many registered firearms there are out there. So they, they know. Right. And yeah. that's, that's my, that's my way of politely protesting. I see uh, that new from next door uh, commenting. Can we have New Zealand suppressor laws as in they're not uh, regulated at all? Why does our government, uh, why does our government uh, only copy the terrible laws from other countries? Well, you know what? There's a, there's another good example, suppressor laws. And I've, uh, I've thought about this. And I've talked to a lot of people about this. There's one of the biggest safety, uh, safety items out there. You know what? I've been shooting guns for a long time and my hearing is probably 20 or 30% shot. That's why I have these headphones on tonight. But, uh, you know, <laughs> as, as far as, uh, you know, it's the classic, it's the classic liberal approach. A suppressor is a silencer. Well, you know what? Anybody that's ever shot suppressed firearms knows that it doesn't silence anything. It quiets stuff down and it takes that sharp crack away. So it doesn't damage your ears as bad. And you know what? You still have to wear ear pro whether you're shooting a suppressor or not. So that's just another, another ridiculous law that, uh, that the liberals uh, put in place over the years. Absolutely. Um, you know, like the comment that came in there, it's, it's um, really what it is, is it's, it's another form of ear protection, right? Um, it's suppressors are only really what they lower 10, 15 decibels, just enough. So you're, you're not doing uh, extreme damage. Uh, I, you know, when I, when I shoot in the States, uh, you know, we go down to, we go down to Las Vegas, uh, I go down to Kentucky when they have the Knob Creek shoots, which, you know, it saddens me that they, they, they finish those for good. Yeah. Um, I, I've shot many suppressed firearms and I'll tell you what, I still put ears on, you know, like I still, I still put my headset on. Uh, it, it just, it reduces, it reduces it even more. You know, um, I, I don't want to end up. In another 20 years or 30 years with, uh, with hearing aids and, and, and scrambling, right? So, yeah. uh, it, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's just, it's nice. And, you know, I don't understand why this government cannot understand that, hey, this is, this is a safety thing. Not only that, but I mean, we have many clubs out there that are struggling because they're close to communities. And now the communities are starting to, uh, complain. You know, oh, the the gun range is making too much noise, noise violation. You know, it's like the it's like the guy that uh, picks up and moves right beside a racetrack and then calls the the you know calls him up and says, "Hey, you, like, can you can you tone it down?" <laughs> you know, <laughs> the, you know what the irony of the whole thing is: the government is trying to suppress us on social media and, and other outlets, but they won't let us suppress our firearms. You know, <laughs> right? Yeah, right. Yeah, I so, see. Uh, our our, our PEI director uh, Donald uh, put posted a comment on there. Trudeau is shooting for the stars and aiming for the moon. He'll ban as many guns as possible to see to see what sticks. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. There's firearms being added to the OIC weekly. You know, it's just a but. It's probably you know I don't know this for a fact, but I'm sure it's only a few people sitting in a room flipping through uh, catalogs and gun digests and uh, and whatever they have and looking, well, geez, that one looks scary. Let's put this one on the list, you know, and that's, right. you know, that's, that's, I think where we're going. And I, I don't, I think yeah, it, it's going to, till, till we change this government and get a, get a party in there that appreciates us and, you know, and, uh, and, uh, and works for us. Uh, I don't, I, it, that's, that's the only way out of this. This is the only way I can see out of this guys. 
Absolutely. So uh, <laughs> it looks like Charles might have got his network uh, sorted out. I'm going to try bringing him on. Let's let's hope that the the network issue is uh, sorted out. Charles, are you are you there? Yes. Welcome to the world of COVID nineteen. Oh, oh there you go. Uh oh, you yeah. said a buzzword. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Here here we go. Now we're getting yeah. flagged. Frank, yeah, Facebook yeah. has flagged us. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes, yeah. Everyone's getting flagged, right? Red flag this. Red flag that. Right. So, so Charles, have you, have you, have you been able to follow us? Uh, or do you know where, where we're at? We're, we're talking, we're talking about the handgun ban and maybe you want to, want to chime in on that? Well, um, Trudeau's made it perfectly clear that that is his, his intent. It was in the throne speech. And of course it was in, you know, the letter to uh, Marco as well too. It was right there. He's got marching orders. So there's no doubt they're they're going to try to do this, but, if we don't think about Trudeau now, he's notorious for saying stuff, not following through, and then he's called on it, and then he he he, he takes accolades for things that he didn't do. So, um, yeah, you know, this might raise its ugly head that way. Um, and could he go an OIC route again? Yes, he could. But um, in the meantime, I think uh, we should make it as problematic as possible for him. And I guess the best way to do that is for everybody out there to buy handgun. I mean, I, I was talking about that earlier, you know, yeah, the protest, you know, right? I mean, last Not, time yeah. about the AR-15 thing, you know, we had a great hand in promoting that. And Bill Blair was the AR-15 salesman of the year. Let's make yes. Marco the handgun uh, salesman of the year. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Right. So, so Charles, you, you've been doing, uh, you've been doing quite a few lobbies. Uh, what's, what, what's, is there any talk of the handgun ban? Like what's reaction? Are we, what, what reaction are you getting when you talk about the handgun ban? You know what, the MPs know that um, it's out there, uh, right. but I can tell you right now that Parliament is very focused on COVID-19 right now. It's a huge, huge distraction for, you know, for the Liberals, everybody, um, you know, and they seem to be navel-gazing on their own constituencies right now. So, you know, you know, there's things that pop up, but the, the gun thing seems to have taken a back burner, okay, but that doesn't mean it won't just crop up when... You know, they want to throw something into the fray and divert your attention from something that they're doing to us. That's the modus operandi of the liberals. So, exactly. um, yeah, you know, and that's, you know, that's been going on for, you know, decades now, decades, right? So, yeah. Yeah. So, so you're getting you're getting the feeling that there it's just going to be quiet, and all of a sudden, bam, we're we're going to get into uh, they're going to jump right into it. Well, typically yeah. that's the way it works, right? You know, so you know there'll be a, another you know mass casualty incident, right? Maybe with a handgun, that'll be their cue. That don't worry, they already have something, you know, ready to pull the trigger on. It's just a matter of finding the right political opportunity or the right um, incident, you know, yeah. to let her go. Right? I mean, that's what happened last time. It, that's always what they do. So, I mean, we know that you know, liberal gun control is not crime control, and inevitably there'll be another, you know, mass casualty event with whatever. Right? But basically, it's a testament to the liberals' failure to to arrest, you know, rising uh, violence, criminal violence out there with these these people out there who are misusing their, you know, illegal and legal firearms, right? So, you know, it the whole regiment of needs to be re, re, reassessed and, you know, in terms of efficacy. And we talked about this before the election and Aaron O'Toole was, was basically all over that at one point, you know, that he, he recognized that public safety wasn't being served by the current gun control regiment and it needed to have a review. We haven't had a review for a long time. Most things, most legislation has a sunset thing where after five years, 
you have to automatically review it. They haven't done that with the Firearms Act. Right, yeah. right. But I mean, during, but during the campaign, what happened? I mean, Mr. O'Toole took a different direction, right? Yeah. So, well, yeah. 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 <laughs> we're going to find out what happens while we may not. Um, I know Mr. Cummings, you know, he's been commissioned by Aaron actually to do a performance assessment of, uh, you know, the election by the by his campaign, Aaron's campaign. And hopefully, it's, uh, you know, it's going to be a revealing thing. I'm worried that if it is damning, uh, we that thing will never see the light of day. Certainly not publicly. I'd be surprised if caucus even sees it. So, yeah. um, you know, it is what it is, right? So I don't know. We already know what happened, right? So yeah. he told yeah, us. Yeah, we, well, we got we got we got we at the NFA got blindsided, basically. Everybody did. Abs absolutely, yeah. like yeah. you know, it, you yeah. know, um, he it, <laughs> the flip flop. I mean, let's yeah. say it, the elephant in the room. Yeah. He flip flopped, right? Yeah. Um, it, it took us. It took us by shock. Um, we we put uh, we put a huge campaign out. We we yes. we you know we interviewed every party and you know we, we fairly assessed every party and we felt that at that time, uh, Mr. O'Toole was was with us. Um, you know, he he saw the direction that the NFA wanted to go, fair and just for firearms owners. And you know, you wake up in the morning and it's like yeah. you you see him. I think he was in he was in Vancouver in front of a shipping yard, and he basically flipped it right around and he went hit the, uh, hit the brakes <laughs> and turn left is what he did. <laughs> right, hit the brakes and turn left. So yeah, um, you know, and uh, you know what? Because it's this is really an internal matter for the conservatives to re result. You know, they're grassroots. Yeah. They're mm -hmm. politicals, insiders. They they know what happened. Okay, so yeah. we know what happened. You're right. We had we had momentum. We could have won this election, and that basically, like Rick said, you know, basically detours off uh, detoured us off into another you know liberal yeah. minority government. So yeah. that's unfortunate. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, like we've we've said it, we said it many times on the show. It was theirs to lose, and they took it, right? Yeah. I I mean, I, I would love I would love to have Mr. O'Toole back on the show again. We've had him three times now, and and let him try, give him a chance to talk to the firearms community, and maybe maybe explain uh, what would actually happen, and maybe there was some confusion. You know, there there was a lot of there was there was a lot of confusion. You know, uh, when he said we're not. Re, re, uh, reintroducing assault weapons in Canada. Did he mean the ones that were prior to the OIC, or did he mean the ones from the OIC? So, I mean, it would be it would be a good chance um, for him to come on the show and maybe maybe talk to the firearms community and let him know, Cla you know, clarify some stuff. You know, we we need some yeah. clarification uh, where he's going. You know, where everybody formed a, an opinion. Uh, come and clarify clarify it for us. Well, I, I've made the ask to Aaron O'Toole um, after the election, so. Um, uh, it's out there. Um, I don't expect any kind of response until I, like I said, after this report is um, revealed um, and maybe not even that. I don't know. You know, it depends on the strategy. You know, I've been hearing rumblings that, you know, the conservatives just may um, go gray on everybody, not just the NFA, but the gun community in total, leaving us completely without representation in parliament. Hopefully that doesn't happen because that means we'll be on our own. And that's not a good thing. We need we need firearms owners across the Canada to reach out to their MPs and uh, and, and and be heard. Uh, we're uh, you know we're we're a small percentage of the people out there that own firearms. Tell your friends that don't belong to any orgs or uh, or just you know you tell your neighbor with uh, with a Kui shotgun in his uh, closet that he that he shoots rabbits with. Tell tell those people you know you know what it affects everybody and. Uh, the only way we're going to make a difference if we can get all firearms owners, firearms enthusiasts on board with this, not just the 
not just uh, our listeners here and uh, and stuff. You know, we're 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 a small percentage of what's out there. So you know, we need to spread the word, and the NFA is doing that right now. We're we're looking at other avenues to get the word out there to reach people. You know, because folks. The place we got to make the difference is in Ottawa, and the, and the only way we're going to do it is is reach enough people to um, to make the difference. You know, and, and I think that's the whole point of this show is that you know that messaging channel that we've been using isn't jeopardy, and, it, and it's just getting. I mean, we know that the liberals have been, you know, uh, before the election, they had a whole bunch of bills that are available to censor the uh, the internet. Okay, you know they put it under the guise of Canadian content, but we all know that the you know, they're threatening the uh, social media, you know, companies out there saying, you guys told the line or we will regulate. I don't think that's changed, right? So given the opportunity, they'll do that and they'll respond. But I, I, I think a lot of this, you know, censorship that we're seeing, you know, through Facebook and Twitter and everything else, you know, that's a reaction to the new, you know, Canadian zeitgeist that's out there, you know, this less freedom of expression, which is which is completely unconstitutional. I understand that these are private networks and private channels. I get that, okay? But, you know, the Canadian culture is built on freedom of expression. It's entrenched in the Constitution. Unfortunately, uh, Trudeau doesn't seem to understand that. He's always looking for a loophole, as he put it, you know, so that he can he can make the mob's will a reality. Well, that's not, that's not our Canadian democracy. I'm sorry. I, I have no doubt that uh, that there's government influence in this anyway. I know. Uh, I know. If you think the 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 media, the 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 Canadian media, isn't influenced by the, the by the Liberals by the government, well, you know what? They are. There's no doubt about it. You know what? Absolutely. Follow They're the fun. money. All they're funded. The exactly. They're yeah. funded. Now, you know, like getting back to our Facebook and our Facebook page getting taken down. I, I don't think that was a direct order from the government. I, I really think that, you know, it's Facebook just jumping the gun. They know eventually the government's going to start regulating. So they're, they're trying to fall in line. Uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, our, our, our close group was, was very active. You know, we, we had posts going up all the, we had posts going up all the time. People were commenting, people were sharing. It was a very active group. And unfortunately now we're, we're stuck uh rebuilding so uh, i shortly we're going to post out a um on our main page a, a link to get into the closed group again you're going to have to go through the whole process go through the you know sign up let me in and uh and let's let's build it back you know let's yeah. build it back yeah. we'll do better and, this time know, we'll probably have to go through that cycle again uh probably sooner than later okay so yeah. you know inevitably um i've been watching the uh you know the, the secu committee um and they're inventing these new words to label us with, like um, ideologically motivated, violent extremists or extremism. Okay, so um, we're not in that category per se yet. Okay, but you know it's a catch-all um, bucket. So um, once you're in there, um, then they can do all kinds of things with you, right? So you know they'll just tell the regulators, "Yep, they're uh, one of these ideological motivated so-and-sos. Uh, you have to drop them from the internet." I can tell you one thing. I was in IT for 30 years. So when the big door closes someplace, the little one always opens up. So that's the nature of technology. So we will, as they zig, we will zag, and our messaging will be always out there. It may be on different platforms, and we're perfectly prepared to do that. But that is the reality of the new collectivist liberal. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know I mean, what? They're, and they're not stopping. They're not going to stop the censorship till they the, till they try till they try to shut it right down. But uh, like Charles said, we're not going to let them. We're gonna we're gonna find every avenue, every hole, every dip in the road that we can uh, 
we can uh, get our word out in, uh, like I say, but they, they have no intention. They have no intention of stopping this censorship. And I'm sure you're going to see bills in the near future. If, if the government doesn't change, I'm sure you're going to be see bills in the next, in the near future where they're going to, you know, bring more censorship upon us. Absolutely. Well, you, know you, you might see that even in this quarter, you know, there's um, Trudeau signaled in December that um, we, they may have an opportunity to call another election in the spring. So uh, they may pull, you know, internet censoring, you know, handgun bans, you know, resurrect, you know, Bill 21 and go down that route again, you know, to get the, uh, you know, the mob excited again with their pitchforks and, and fire, right? So um, Tactical, yeah. tactically smart to do it really you know the 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 cpc is in a bit of a disarray and uh exactly. you, know, it, you know it uh it's it's smart on their part to do that you know and that's oh, yeah. where uh that's where we need to get our word out farther and reach out and you know talk to candidate potential candidates if that comes up talk to the mps that are there and uh you know don't stop you know guys just don't stop keep uh keep letting them know that you're there and uh that's how we make change and that's how we make you know Things are going to change, and uh, hopefully, we can get another uh, another party in there that's uh, that appreciates us and that we can work with. Yeah. So inevitably, the party will change, right? So, and we need to be ready to align ourselves with that new government. And uh, we're well entrenched in there anyway. Uh, you know, I think it'll be an easy sell. We have many friends. We have many friends. Right now, they're you know they're a little muted. Uh, waiting for the results of this uh, report, like I said, from Mr. Cummings. But um, I can tell you right now that uh, almost all the MPs I've talked to thus far, well, the Conservatives ones anyway, um, they are on, on our side. Fortunately, you know, I reached out to the block, right? Uh, you know, they, they just don't, don't respond. I get an official word back from some NDP, um, you know, shadow public safety ministers and things like that. And they said, oh, you know, we're, you know, our... Our gun control, uh, you know, uh, ideology is not changing. It's there for everybody to see. It aligns with the liberals, and you know, Bob's your uncle, and we're not talking to you. So, like, no, I yeah. get it, right? And that's what a lot of things are about, right? So we identify Good old our Uncle Bob and our enemy, <laughs> and that's okay, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh... All right. All right, so I mean, let's. Uh, I think I think we should wrap it up here for for tonight. Uh, we do have some exciting news. Um, NFA Talk is going to Las Vegas. We're cool. going to Shot Show. So myself and Rick are going to be down there. We're gonna we're gonna come on with a podcast. We're gonna talk about the the latest and greatest things coming out. Hopefully, uh, some of it's going to make it to Canada. Who knows with uh, with the way this government's acting and and you know banning firearms and and rejecting firearms. But uh, we're going to go down there. We'll take some pictures pictures we'll we'll do some videos and uh it's going to be exciting we'll we'll have an actual live podcast from there and then maybe we'll follow up when we when we get back and and do a full uh a full take of it we'll be we'll be talking to a lot of groups like ours down there too and maybe we can we're, we'll be sharing some information with them and uh maybe they can help us out with stuff and maybe we, we can help them out with some stuff uh there's a lot of uh lobby orgs down there at, at shot show and uh, i'll be spending most of my time talking to them uh, we're also meeting with the uh, World Forum on shooting activities down there. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff coming down from Europe, uh, lead bands, uh, plastic bands, mercury bands, you name it. They're, they're trying to ban it. And, uh, you know, the marking, uh, firearms marking. Uh, Charles has been working hard on it the last year, and I've been, I've been in it a bit. And, uh, you know, the list is endless, so we're talking to some of those people and see where we stand with that stuff. It's, uh, you know, we're, we're, 
we're taking hits from all directions, and uh, that's why we need to talk to these people, meet with these people, and find out what's going on so we can get the information out to you people. Absolutely. All right, guys. So until next time, thanks for tuning in. Take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of NFA Talk. Like and follow the NFA on social media and sign up to become a member. 